Grasp the Bible is a podcast of Spring Baptist Church that walks through selected books of the Bible, verse by verse, as well as spends time exploring biblical ideas and topics to help you understand and apply God's Word in your daily life. Pastor Dale Stein of our client campus will be leading each week's podcast. This is our 139th episode. Thank you for joining us as we close out 2023 and look forward to 2024. Maybe you are already making New Year's resolutions. Perhaps one of your resolutions is to engage in consistent Bible reading. This seven-week series is designed to help you be a better student of the Bible so you can continue to uncover the hidden treasures in God's Word. In our last episode, we talked about hermeneutics, the art and science of interpreting the Bible. In this episode, Pastor Daryl will be providing a three-step framework that we can all use to help us understand and apply the Bible. Last week, I introduced this concept called hermeneutics, which is simply interpreting the Bible accurately. And again, we want to get to the human author's intended meaning, but more importantly, what God is the ultimate author, what was his intended meaning in a particular passage of the Bible. Now, that may have been pretty technical, so today I want to give you three simple steps for interpreting the Bible. And I use this approach myself whenever I study the Bible, whenever I do sermon preparation or lesson preparation for teaching. And so, this is a very simple technique that is very powerful in helping us to really better understand the Bible. And so, there are three kinds of questions to ask. In the simplest form, We sit down and read the Bible with a focus on the fact that God is present and speaks to us through what we read. And we want to consider a three-step approach to studying the Bible. And those three steps are observation, interpretation, and application. So, observation answers the question, what does the text say? Or what do I see? Basically, we're just reading. We are simply reading and interrogating the text or asking questions about the text, about what are the things that we see, right? Next, interpretation answers the question, what does it mean? Great, I, I've read all this. Now, what, what, what does this mean here? Why is this significant? And then next is application. That answers the question, what do I do with this now? Now, it's really important because God simply does not want you and me to be smarter Christians. He gives us his word so that we can ultimately apply what he is teaching us through his word. So again, observation, interpretation, and application, right? So let us not get these out of order. It's very important because sometimes we want to immediately read a text and go to application. But if we don't properly understand what the text means, if we don't do the work of interpretation, then we have a faulty application, Or let's not stop at the step of interpretation, simply say, well, that's nice. Look at all this new Bible knowledge I have. We need to go on and make application to our lives. So let's take, for example, uh, 1 Samuel chapter 22, verses 1 through 2. It says this, David left Gath and escaped to the cave of Adullam. When his brothers and his father's household heard about it, they went down to him there. All those who were in distress or in debt or discontented gathered around him, and he became their commander. About 400 men were with him. Now, we read that on its own, and if we don't know the full context of that, we're like, 
wait, what? What's going on here? Why is this important? Who cares, right? So observation, right? So we begin to interrogate these questions. Where did David go? What says the cave of Adullam? So where's that? Why is that significant? What does that mean? So we need to understand where did he go? Who joined him? Who were these people? We get it that his his brothers and his father's household, they went down there, right? But then there are other people who joined him here. Well, why are they significant? And what kind of people were they? Right? And then finally, what was David's relationship to the people who were with him? Right? So those are just some of the questions we can ask in the observation phase. Next is interpretation. Right? What does it mean? So we ask, where did David come from and why? Why is he here to begin with? Right? What caused David to be in danger? Now, we don't get that from this text, but if we look at 1 Samuel chapter 18, verses 6 through 9, actually basically most of chapter 18, we can see why David was in danger. We can see, understand now why he fled to this place. And then next is, well, why might people come? Why might they be motivated to come and join David? Why not go with King Saul, the current king? Next, what does the passage show about people's view of David? Because if you're going to side with David, then you could be considered treasonous by the king, and you could be killed. And so, they must, be, they must think something really special of David in order to risk their lives. Next, what does it show about David taking responsibility? Another question to ask is, what does it show about David's leadership? Another question is, what was, what was God's plan for David's future? Now, for a hint for this, go look at 1 Samuel 16, verses 1 through 2 and verse 13. Next, what do we see about community life around David? Right? Look at this, this variety of people. So, are they all upper class? Are they lower class? Are they a mix? What are they? How does this passage show God's care for David and for the community? And perhaps another question to ask for interpretation is, does the passage foreshadow about a future greater son of David? Now, we might want to look in Acts chapter 2, verses 30 through 31 for that. So again, those are just some of the questions we can ask in interpretation. Now, finally, application. Okay, How is Christ's care for you reflected in David? Or another question might be, in what ways does the passage foreshadow your relationship to Christ? Other people's relationship to Christ. What does the passage imply about how your relationship with Christ should develop? Maybe another question would be, in what ways does David serve as an example for you? In what ways do the people around David serve as an example for you? What does the passage suggest about your relationship to those who are in distress? In what ways does the passage prefigure or, or, or basically foreshadow the, the church? In what ways might the passage prefigure the relationship of the church to outsiders? And what does it imply for your attitude toward outsiders? So are you beginning to see that we can ask all kinds of questions for observation, interpretation, and application? So you may use or you may study the Bible um, by yourself for personal benefit, or you may study it to prepare for leading a small group. Now, for either of these goals, this three-step approach can help you become a better student of the Bible.
To study a passage more fully, consider using a worksheet. And this is really handy here. You don't need anything fancy. Uh, if you're old school, you can use a piece of paper. If not, you can use your favorite word processor. But what you'll want to do is, is grab a sheet of paper and fill the far left column with the text of the passage. And you want to spread the passage out within the column so it fills the whole column, basically down your entire sheet. Okay. Now, you can use multiple pages if you're using a longer passage. To the right of the far left-hand column, put the three other columns, observation, interpretation, application, right? So you want those as your headings. Now, there is great value in these three steps. Breaking the study of the Bible down into three steps, rather than seeing it as all one process of interaction, has an advantage. See, we all have certain weaknesses and biases in how we look at Scripture. These three steps will help us not to overlook one or more aspects of interpretation as we try to get on to our favorite part of application, right? So, one person loves application and tends to leap into it without taking time to think through the passage what is what really is, really is saying. Another person avoids application and tends to think and think without ever acting on the message. By contrast, James, he tells us that we should make sure that we act on what we hear. He says, be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. We see that in James chapter 1, verse 22, and also in verses 23 through 27. Still, another person reads and reads without asking himself about what it means or how it applies. He remains largely on the level of observation, and I think really this is where many of us fall. We want to complete a Bible reading plan. Maybe our goal is to read the Bible through in a year, and you can do that in as little as 15 minutes a day. But I think if we're not careful, our Bible knowledge remains simply at observation. We check off, I've read the Bible through this year, but all we've done is observation. We haven't interrogated the text to find out really what does it mean, why it was significant, and more importantly also, how we apply it in our lives. And so, dividing your Bible study time into these three steps will encourage you to look at the passage in several ways and not to neglect aspects that you tend to minimize. So, if you don't like to do a lot of application or figure out what it means, then this will really force you into doing that. Or maybe you struggle with properly interpreting it. Again, this method will will force you into really coming face-to-face with proper interpretation. So, I hope you found this three-step framework helpful, and we are going to continue next week with more helps to help you study the Bible better, and I hope you'll join us then. Thank you, Pastor Daryl, for sharing with us the process of observation, interpretation, and application. The teaching time was a great reminder that we need to interrogate the text, as you said. Asking thoughtful questions of a biblical text can help us see things we might otherwise miss to properly understand the message intended by the author and to discover how the text applies to our lives. Join us next week as we identify the resources that help us understand the Bible in a deeper way.